it's called The Last Jedi, there better not be another fucking episode, movie after this. Well, they never said The Last Jedi before. She better die in this one, and it's over. It's over, Frank. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Review. technological advantages they have. We see none of it. Nope. <laughs> Not a single shred of it. They, guess they have uh, security cameras that air to TV just like they did in the 60s. Isn't that crazy? Giant, giant, you know, Op- podiums. Yeah. And, uh, optometrist cameras. <laughs> Spin on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Anyway, welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 65. Today's episode 229, The Obsolete Man. Debut yes. Ju- June 2nd, 1961. <laughs> I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. Hello, Frank. What's going on, Blue Eyes? Oh, it's my second favorite episode. Seriously? Yes. This is number two? Yeah. Shadow, Shadow Play and Obsolete Man, huh? Yeah. One and two? One and two. All right. Fair enough. I love this goddamn episode. It's in my top ten, at least. I love it. I love this episode so much. Along with 30 other episodes, but yeah. Me? Hey, it's 8.8 on another 8.8 IMDb. Dude, like I said, you know, uh, season two ended strong. It ended, uh, the last like six episodes have five out of my, you know, five out of my top ten. And then also it has uh, Mind Over Matter, Mind and the Matter. That's also there. Just, just so you know. Fun fact. Just, it's, it's also there. Okay. Yep. Can you hear me at all? Uh, you broke up there for a second. Okay, we're back. We're good. We're live. Yes, sir. We're airing to the nation. One podcast at a time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what did you think about Fritz Weaver? Did you think it was too over the top or on top of that podium? I think the podium was over the top. Oh, Definitely. The, How the heck do you get up there? The, I, I I couldn't stop picturing during this whole scene because in, in this, in this uh, you know, he's a judge, he's a chancellor of the state, 
and he's up in this giant podium above this other guy who's sitting at the end of like a, a dinner table, <laughs> like who's like very long, long dinner table. Yeah, he's kind of like reading minutes, and he's kind of like, just so you know, up there, uh, yeah, well, this is what's going on. He's like, I can see all that. I've done that too. You know, what's that? that too. Yeah, he does this like look over his shoulder thing, and I'm like, why don't you just sit off to the side? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Seems really inconvenient, <laughs> and a better setup could be done. But the whole time he's talking about. He brings in uh, Burgess Meredith's character, who's who's a librarian named Wordsworth. Isn't that crazy? Can you tell Rod wrote this one, dude? And then and then he has the other character actually mock him about his name and being a librarian. Like how Rod, you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's cheating, Rod. That's making fun of yourself. That's a stand-up oh, comedian that comes out and goes, "Can you believe what I'm wearing?" I'm like, "You fucking dressed yourself." Yes, I can believe you wore that. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> You put a lot of thought into being that dressed up, of course. Yeah. Ooh, look at the shirt I'm wearing, a Hawaiian. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm not a party guy. <laughs> then why are you wearing a Hawaiian shirt, good sir? You know, is Fluffy it. funny to you? Uh, I've seen some things I can appreciate. I'll never go out of my way to watch them, though. No. I mean, it, he's Mexican and he's fat. That's all. That's his act. Yeah, that's it. Same thing with, uh, what's his name? George. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Lopez. Yeah, Lopez. Like, yeah, Mexican. Like, yes, you are, sir. What else do you got? <laughs> get, get, get to building that wall. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I came out and I was like, I'm so white, and I did that for a whole career, people would be outraged. Just outraged. Being in Arizona, is that a big thing to you guys? The wall thing? No, I don't care. Okay. Don't think about it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm white. I'll be fine. That's what I mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, shit, I'm going to help build the wall. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe you just said that. Dude, you just broke the white man code. You're not supposed to say it. Yeah. It's implied. Like we got a rule. I don't care. Who's, who's going to arrest me? Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on. Dude, I, I mean, you know, I should be in jail for the shit that I've done. <laughs> and I still have a license somehow. <laughs> Man's still driving. Killing your kids. Somehow. I still have a license. I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, so he, they're sitting there telling, that, telling Wordsworth that he's a librarian, therefore he's obsolete. And it's... It, are we doing a fist bump over there for being white? And, yep. Okay. Okay. So in the chancellor's like, I completed my mandatory one-year, 11-month review on you to investigate you and i'm like that's a strange amount of time why not just go the full two years and they still didn't find all the books <laughs> yeah <laughs> what kind of investigation was this yeah with all this future technology they have not a not a guaranteed one but a possible future like why don't they have why couldn't they figure out what he had and how long does it really take okay it took them a, one year and 11 months ago we don't have books this guy's a librarian Therefore, he's obsolete. That took that guy almost two fucking years to figure that shit out. That took me 12 seconds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's it. And, and I don't, why throw that line in there? I don't understand. Because it, Rod wrote it. I, I, yeah, but it took, I, I went over the mandatory two-week, mandatory 13-hour. It, it doesn't have to make sense. It just is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I couldn't help but notice that he renders the librarian obsolete 
But he is sitting over top, the chancellor is sitting right over top on this 15-story podium. A man who's just repeating what the other people in the room are saying. How can you, I can't <laughs> yeah. think of another job that's more obsolete than that. And, and What was with the fucking microphone he would scream into? Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, I loved it though. Whatever yeah. it was, I don't know why, but it was great. Yeah, whenever he wanted like full effect, he would scream into the microphone. Yeah, it, it really just drove home his his really like uh, belief in what he was saying. And the state has rendered you obsolete, therefore you are sentenced to death. And we will sentence you to death at your choosing. <laughs> How do you want to die? Like he does that sort of thing. It's like just for dramatic effect. Illusions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would fuck that guy's voice though, if I could. What Fritz Weaver? Yeah, if I could, you know, just get his voice and and somehow fuck it, I would. You know, he was the other Martian in that in the last Burgess Meredith. You know, Dingle, Mister Dingle, the strong. Yeah, he, he was one of the two Martians. <laughs> That's great. This is a much better role. He he kills this episode. He really does. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. I mean, I think he does like. I mean, he did. He did great in this, but I think he did even better in the, in his room. Yeah, yeah, he kills. He really does. The the state. This is another play type <clears throat> kind of episode. You could do this this uh, on on a stage. Yeah, definitely. Most of the episodes you can. This one would be cool to watch. That last yeah. episode, the Martian one, is really written for the stage. Like it's in one location. You do not move. Well, really, what is TV but just recorded stage acting, right? Well, something like a lot of TV shows, like some of these episodes you couldn't do. Like, you could do some of like the the desert ones, but oh my god, that'd be boring. But you know, the last one was like really just a play. It felt like a play. It felt like you're watching an actual play. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. one is would be a cool play though. I, I definitely watch this one. Shadow play you can even do. That'd be oh cool. yeah, yeah, definitely. So the state has proven that there is no god. Let's not forget that. There part. is a God. There is no God. You're foolish. Well, can't argue with them there. Yeah, they. So in the future, they proved that there's no God, and Burgess Meredith is like, I believe in God. There is a God. You can't. Goddamn time that they figured it out. <laughs> yeah. You'd think they'd be all peaceful now, but really just killing each other. I guess it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and they have the whole lines about like, Burgess Meredith is kind of like, do we learn nothing from history? We have to have librarians. We have to have books. We have to learn from history. He's like, I learned from history. The problem with them is, he's like, Hitler, Stalin? He's like, yes, yes, both of them. They didn't, didn't go far they, enough. Yeah, they did not go far enough. We have to weed out the undesirables. Because if you don't, they'll, they'll you know, get together and band together and, riot and revolt. It's great. I love this whole speech. I really do. I love it. <laughs> it's great. Play it. I got the whole thing. <laughs> I, yeah, before you do that, I wrote a whole short story. Like when I was right out of college, I started writing little short stories. Oh, as well, I was okay. in college, and one of them I, I wrote like with this episode in mind specifically. Where it was like this weird futuristic society that was a. I can never say the word. I know the word, but I can never say it. Like my totalitarianism. 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 I can never say that, even though I know how to say it. It's like some people can't say cinnamon. Uh, it's one of those words. Just say I, communist. Yeah, it's one of those words I just cannot Socialists. say. I don't understand. But I wrote a whole short story, kind of like uh, in a similar fashion, where just uh, that was not similar storyline, but like that's what I was having in mind for it. 
wasn't a very good do. story, but it was, I don't know, it was something, it was like a sci-fi one. It was a, out of my element. I'm not really a sci-fi writer usually, but it was interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, how'd you do though? Like, how'd it come out? It was all right. I don't know. <laughs> I had one of my friends read it and he was like, not really my style, but it wasn't bad. Sorry, I just keep my mouth. I didn't expect. Well, I mean, didn't you do it for a school thing? No, no, I wrote it on my own there. Oh, all, okay. all the writing I did in school was on my own. <laughs> like, and it didn't really apply. And I'd be like, I throw it into my one of my writing classes later, and be like, "There you go." And like, that's not what we asked you to write. And I'm like, "There you go, though. That's what I wrote." And they're like, "Yeah, hey, that's good, though." But I don't know. And I got in school magazine with one of my stories, and didn't even try. <laughs> what was it about? That one was called Cul-de-Sac. It was a story. I don't know why I thought of this. A guy would, let's see, how did that work? He would read the obituaries, see that someone died, and then they're all rich. It was like in L.A. And he would go to these rich people and say that the person that died owed him a lot of money and their family, like in shady ways, and their family would be ashamed and pay him off. <clears throat> and just kind of built up and built up into more you know, crazier ways and dig himself deeper. With the lies, and that's what the story is about. A little short story. That's actually a great fucking idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I thought <laughs> of that. That is a good idea. It got, it got in the, the magazine What there. was the guy's main name? What was his name? No idea. That was like 15 years ago. No idea. <sighs> I'm just curious about what, what, what you named him. It was, uh, if, my, if, I, if I were Rod Serling, his name would be uh, Johnny Scammerson. <laughs> scam buckle, yeah, scam buckle, <laughs> scam buckle McMoneyerson. God, that's his first name, scam buckle, <laughs> scam buckle. <laughs> Last name Rip, Rip Ripofsky or something. <laughs> Ripofsky. That sounds so racist against Jewish people. That's amazing. Ripofsky. No, if, if I wanted to do that, I'd call him like Hebe Kikeberger or something. <laughs> yeah, this one's more subtle though. Yeah, yeah. I like this one. That was too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good God. I love Jewish people, though. Really. Uh, I don't. Fuck them. Anyway, so the Chancellor... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I <laughs> just pretend like I hate Jewish people for no reason. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not religious, so I don't care if you killed somebody. <laughs> Go ahead, kill weird, weird, you know, crazy lunatic. Uh, Speaking uh, of Hitler... Uh, the chancellor here finishes a speech that the state has no use for you. He has this line. I don't know if you have it or not, where he goes, the state has no use, no use for your kind. And then he's like, uh, uh, he has this face. I'm like, did he just shit himself? Like, what just <laughs> happened right there? He does this insane motion. Like, I have a lot of it, dude. Like, I don't need, I didn't know what you wanted. I, and the way I, oh, my God, I don't even know what. <laughs> I don't know what this one is. The state has proven that there is no God. Very timely. <laughs> that was good. That was good. There you go. There, there is go, no God. <laughs> Shashiba, prove it. There is no God. Because you died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> On a different show, yes. There is no God. No God. <laughs> I have a dread suit now, but no Shiba. <laughs> Oh God, The Walking Dead! I'm two episodes behind. Leave me, leave me. I, I can't find the strength to catch up on Walking Dead right now. Even on the last episode, I really liked. I'm scared. Anyway, we should probably focus on Twilight Zone, right? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So he basically tricks the chancellor into, you oh. know, sitting there and Fast pleading there. for okay. his life for God. So there makes him obsolete, and it's a whole ironic hoopy do. But hey, Mer- old Burge buddy is dead again. <laughs> so yeah, Man. he's blow. He he got blowed up. You would just go in the fast forward mode. Now we're done. <laughs> there it is. This is a, t- a fucking 16 minute episode now. <laughs> what the hell, I man? I mean, it's two scenes, dude. It's it's a lot of dialogue in the one, and it's a lot of dialogue in the other, and that's it. I mean, uh, and the ending sucked. I'm sorry. It's the one part of this episode that was really bad was the ending and them doing that that loud weird scream. I will not disagree everything. with you, uh, not, not at all. Uh, I hated it. I, it was so <clears throat> odd and weird. What they do, tear him apart? I, I, I don't know. know. Uh, I mean, that's what you want to believe that they killed him right then and there. But that's weird. Let's, let's get sexy here. Let's get a little slower. Let's take your time, Frank. Just don't just jump in. You know, balls first. <laughs> let's. Well, I have no. You know. The, yeah, go ahead. The chancellor gives him, and he's sends him to death because he's obsolete. I don't know what you're doing, slapping yourself. Yeah. Why? Like spit it out, stupid. <laughs> you know, get your words out, stupid. <laughs> you were me. What? Huh? You were me. What's going on? Me. I was trying to talk, and I couldn't just. I could not get my words out of oh. my mouth. I'm just like, <laughs> go ahead. I got stuck in one <laughs> one word in the last episode. I said like six times and started my sentence, and I was like, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna mention it. Nah, fuck it, moving on. <laughs> That's why I started playing a clip. <laughs> yeah. The chancellor starts to tell him he can choose his, his method of death, which is kind of cool. And that whole thing's a little confusing and muddy to me, but um. Hey. He chooses to have a an assassin of his choosing b- kill him on ca- on live TV. And oh yes, <laughs> we can accommodate you. Yes, like this, this, wow. this benefits us as well. He's getting like hard over. He's like, yes, you can get electrocuted. Oh man, you can you can get shot. Oh fuck, dude. Uh, a gerbil up the asshole. Yeah, yeah. while you're hanging yourself and jerking off. Mm, real David Carradine style. Yeah. Oh, he went there. Yeah, fuck David Carradine. Poor Bill. Well, someone had to kill him. Yeah. Uma Thurman took way too long, so he got the job done himself, okay? It was a perfect ending to a perfect movie, sir. <laughs> Can we pretend to argue about Kill Bill, a movie we both like? <laughs> <laughs> I know for I no can't. reason. <laughs> she took I way too long. Of it, okay. Yeah, <laughs> part one and two were great. No, no, his name was Buck, and he was solely there, solely there. Remind you to fuck, okay? Nothing else. I don't know why you're questioning his <laughs> motives, okay? Frank sitting there thinking he was there to do anything else, like he had any other task that his name rhymed with. <laughs> that was it. To fuck. And I'm here to fuck. Mm. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna walk again. <laughs> he wasn't sling blade. Mm, I'm here to fuck. Mm. Yeah. Some call her penis. Was, I call it a Kaiser she, penis. She yeah. was literally like a cum dumpster for like two, three years. Goddamn right. The, the, he gave her a. He gave the other guy from uh, all those Adam Sandler movies. He gave him a fucking tub of Vaseline. I'm like, Vaseline is the worst lube. 
It is so restrictive. It's like molasses. Just give him a big old oh. jar of molasses. Ugh. You ever jerked how, off with how, Vaseline? How about, uh, once. You feel like you're going to rip your skin dick I'm out. I'm a dry your, jerker, ugh. though. Are you dry? I can uh, do that. I can do dry. Yeah, I, I don't do use anything. I can, I can do dry, but I did Vaseline as a teenager, and I was like, because you always hear those jokes, like Vaseline, and I'm like, no, it's terrible. It just feels like you're pulling your, like like I said, like removing the skin of your dick. It's, it's just so slow, and it like slows everything down. It's not good. I, 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 I found this uh, Chinese spray that you spray it, you know, and it, yeah, wow. <laughs> Teriyaki. Woo. You spray it like a. <laughs> I'm yeah. ready. Let's get minty fresh breath now. Well, she she did. Whatever happened while we're on the subject? Do you remember back when we were kids? Yes, I do. People would do the spray yes, thing. I do. <laughs> what happened to those? Do those exist anymore? No. That was always a joke. Like, and the Ace Ventura did it, and it was backward, and sprayed the guy in the face. That was the last you saw of it. Oh, Banaka. Banaka think so what's panaka is that the name of the spray i don't know <laughs> just make you have a mid, perhaps some banaka i never understood it oh is that what he said but ace ventura said it or oh. his ass did anyway oh okay okay yeah that was the last i saw of it and i haven't seen a, a breath you know now they have the strips that just disappear I, like some sort I of magician i really thought you were, you were going for that stuff where you uh, it was like a pill and it made your cum taste fruity for the women oh i, I don't give a shit what they taste I don't remember know. that no i don't i thought that was pineapple and it just stumbled upon my uh the anniversary of my tweet <laughs> my tweet was uh it's weird that pineapple makes your uh, semen taste sweet but Semen makes your pineapple taste terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's my anniversary of that tweet that I that's, made. It's still my favorite stink. one. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, what a great question. Yeah, and then uh, one of my gay uh, comedy friends wrote, it's an acquired taste. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to eat pineapple. And he's like, <laughs> I hate pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, nothing. Never mind. <laughs> You're going to get some calls. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, God, where the hell were we? Jesus Christ. <sighs> I don't know. Bird just got blowed up. And he tasted the guy, the guy's cum, and it tasted like pineapple or something, right? Yeah. Where are we going yeah. here? Oh, um, I don't remember. Fan theory here. Get ready, Reddit. Uh, get ready. There's a, there's a tie, oh. tie in there. So... My theory is, I don't remember his name from time on time enough at last, but he goes into the bunker, or he goes into he goes he's a banker, he goes into the vault, the world ends, as we saw in Time Enough at Last, comes out, starts reading the books, drops his glasses, they break. He ends up surviving long enough, like you said, he can open cans and shit. He does. He starts to rebuild the library, gets it all together, and then this society forms around him, which is all this futuristic society. And then he becomes Mr. Wordsworth, an outdated librarian, and gets sentenced to death. I tied the two episodes together. Together. And he got eye surgery in the in the whole process. He doesn't. He just doesn't have the glasses on. He he adjusted. He evolved. All the whatever weapon came off. He just saw the the fumes and toxins and stuff. Now there's only one more episode with him in it, right? Uh, good question. I don't know. 
I mean, the printer or something in season four. I know oh, that God. one's one. Oh, yeah. The printer something. Uh, we'll get to it, I'm sure. It's going to oh, be yeah. terrible. I forgot about that one. Uh, everything in season four is bad. Uh, except for one or two at most. At best. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait anyway, until we do the uh, 80s episodes. Oh, God. That's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> outro for this, I guess? I don't know. I do. Okay. What? Are you, are you, for once, you're trying to cut it short? <laughs> no, no, no. I just don't know where to go with this episode. I mean, it's so, it's so like, uh, uh, either I play all the dialogue from both scenes or I play nothing at all. It's okay. really, there's, no, there's really no in between here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we see his death sentence is in his house. He brings the chancellor in. He locks the door on him. He starts to like really fuck with his mind and like, He's going to basically make him freak out on camera just to prove to everyone else that the state is is weak. It's not really that strong. Um, yep, a man yep. from the state can be scared of death. And I love that he's turning every phrase around on him that he said during that opening speech. He's just like, I can't Ooh, remember I got the, that. The, 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 the particulars, but he really turns around everything he said and like really fucks with him and shoots it back at him. I have a, I have a great... Yeah, here we go. Oh, yes, yes, I've locked the door. Now, question... How does a man react to the knowledge that he's going to be blown to bits in half an hour? Answer, that depends on the individual. There you go. Turning right his word. Turning his exact words on him, actually. Yeah, he, he turns every single thing he says around him throughout the whole episode. I love the, I love the dialogue in this one. Really, oh, yeah, it's really great. That's it. what I mean. Like, either I play it all or, you know. Yeah. It's, that, that was a good little cut from it. There you go. I love that it's not a flashy episode, but it's it's stylized. It's it's fun for me. I really goddamn love this episode. Dude, sometimes the simplest shit comes down to, you know, the writing and yeah. that's it. It could like dude, Reservoir Dogs was one set. Yeah. And it was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, when you're when you're hungry and you're desperate and you just want to make something cheap like uh, we got Reservoir Dogs from Tarantino, you got Clerks from Kevin Smith, you got a uh, following from Jonathan Nolan or uh, Christopher Nolan and no I guess Jonathan wrote it I think but they're all like such simple little stories that they work their goddamn asses off to really expand on the actual dialogue that it makes it fucking work exactly and this this is kind of a similar thing where they they knew they couldn't afford a whole lot so they're like we better we're focused on this goddamn script we can't show anything like that they mention all this futuristic stuff they have and we see none of it so it's got to be in the dialogue has to be. That's all they have. Everything is the same color. It's very, very, you know, they were going after a certain thing, yeah. Yeah. They they hit it right on the head. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this dialogue. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think Sterling really drove his point home, I think. At some point, because he's locked in this room, the Chancellor starts to freak out because it's like a few minutes before the bomb goes off. Starts to cry and like freak out. Uh, so Hitler Alfalfa really starts to freak out. That's what I was calling him. <laughs> That's what he looks like to me. He starts to he's crying and he's like, "Let me out! You gotta let me out!" He's like, "I'll let you out." And I was like, oh, "Okay, that was it." No, no. It, the key word was, "Dear God, let me out." Oh yeah. Yes, in the name of God, I will let you out. Yeah. That's yeah, what he's waiting for. I love Bernie's marriage. He's like, "I'm just gonna sit here and read my Bible. It's the last one. I've hit it for here for twenty years. I'm just gonna read my Bible." 
<laughs> if they would have found it, it would have been death. I'm like, well, since you're about to die and you're surrounded by books, I can't believe they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in a year, in almost two years, they didn't find those books. <laughs> How? <laughs> I don't think, uh, I think they outlawed books, but they didn't punish any regular book by death. You know what I did pick up actually? What? Uh, they did they did make him into like a Jesus character at the end because they did throw in the part that he built his own uh, furniture and stuff. It was like yes. a thrown in line real quick. I did not I never caught on to it till just this last viewing and I'm like, oh I got it. They I wasn't thinking about Jesus. Like a yeah. carpenter, you know, yeah. like Jesus was. And he's like, That's what was keeping you alive all those years, but once you stopped doing that, you were useless. You're absolute Whatever they say, obsolete, they have to slow it down like that. You notice that? Obsolete. Obsolescence. <laughs> I think they said that, too. Um, he Don't lets... Purpose. Multipass. Multipass. She gets us a multipass anyway, we're in love. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking scene. <laughs> I can quote the goddamn movie. Yeah, right. it's amazing. <laughs> so... Aziz Light. <laughs> they let him out. He lets him out of the room. The bomb goes off. Aziz. Thank you, Aziz. And you're supposed to be thinking, Frank, <laughs> that that's the end of the episode, really, that he blows up, end of the episode. But instead, yep. the most confusing thing ever happens because they bring in the chancellor to the, he starts to walk in with all his paperwork. He's like, dude, 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 just going to work. I'm going to climb up my seven, floor, seven, seven flights of stairs up to my desk. <laughs> At the top of that podium. And I'll get up there. And then instead, that guy who was sitting at the chair before, who seems obsolete to me, is is at the top of the podium. And he's like, you've been rendered obsolete. And he starts to freak out. No further. You have been removed from office. The field investigators have declared you obsolete. (laughs) There we go. I'm glad he said it exactly like that. (laughs) Exactly like I said. (laughs) Obsolete. Obsolete. <laughs> it's not one three-syllable word. It's three one-syllable words. They separated exactly. that much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. But, and then uh, uh, comes Serling with his another minute-and-a-half outro to match his minute-and-a-half intro. Before you get to that, we have to discuss what you were bringing up before, which is Sorry. the most baffling part of the entire episode, which I do agree with you. I wish they would have changed this or cut this or moved, did something else. He's, he's like, you are obsolete, you will die. And then instead of giving him a trial like they did, ever, you know, which we've seen that they do, he just sentences them to death. They don't get the whole, like, death, death, absolutely, absolutely. They don't get the whole, like, jury pool. They just all start, yeah. like, doing this, like, weird, like. Well, I got this, death, actually. Death. <laughs> they felt like they were going to, like, break into, like, a fucking song. They're all, like, dancing around <laughs> and in the shadows. Felt like a weird musical. So goddamn weird. It, it, dude, it was like I could only think of one thing, and uh, I got it here for you. It reminded me of West Side Story, like a, a fight, a gang brawl. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was it was really great. What the fuck? This is what it made me think of. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
yeah, I, I have no idea how long this intro is, to be honest with you. Well, we can talk about what's going on. In this, in the same okay. way, they're all hunched over. In that same thing, yeah, that music like, video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they all start swarming. Thriller, baby. Thriller. So we got Eminem so yeah. suing us over the last episode. We got the Michael Jackson estate here. <laughs> we're, we're fucked. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> that is what it felt like, though. Really. It, it, it really looked like it. Yeah, I mean, this like came out before that, but still, it was so... Ah, it's so strange. Why do Carlos, that? Carlos Santana comes in. Do, 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 do. <laughs> like the West Side Story. Do, 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 do. Isn't that what it felt like? Like it felt like they're like, oh gonna, god, it was we're so the weird. sharks. We're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> like what yeah, is going so on? Weird. And then it's like, what did they do when they got onto the ground? Scratched them? I don't... They they. It felt like a scene where you have a bachelor Can party and they put you on the bar and then they pull you down the bar and they pour drinks in your mouth the whole way. Like in eighties movies, yeah, but, but they do yeah. that and they like move the microphone on the way. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Yeah, but what they did, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm, I'm I not. Mean, I got that they killed him, but how? <laughs> I'm not defending this last scene at all. It is so out of nowhere. It, it's like the second half of fucking Full Metal Jacket, where it's just much worse than the first half, but still good. It's it's serviceable. Yeah. It's it, it's okay, but the but the first half is just so goddamn good. If they would have flip flopped it, maybe it wouldn't have made it sense. Matter, but <laughs> I don't know. But now that we've done fight, we fought in Vietnam. Let's go back to boot camp. <laughs> well, that's how they filmed it. Still, <laughs> they filmed it backwards. I don't care how they filmed but, it. It still would have made, made sense out of order. The other way, I don't know. Either way, that that other half was just dog shit. Stanley missed the mark on that one. Um, I won't say it's dog shit, but it is far superior in the first half. Compared to other Vietnam War movies, I mean, the I second half of Full Metal Jacket is dog shit. I don't need another Vietnam movie after, you know, Apocalypse Now. That's all I need. Uh, enough with that. Enough with the Apocalypse Now. It's That movie is a, another dumpster fire. I'm sorry. It's not interesting. I love that movie. It's boring, dude. It's so boring. I don't get it. This apocalypse now stuff. <laughs> but you can sit uh, there through Das Boot. What? But you can sit there and watch Das Boot. It's a great movie. It's a film. It's a great film. But you're saying apocalypse now is not? I didn't say it wasn't, but I didn't like it compared <laughs> to other Vietnam movies. I think Platoon is one of the best. I, I, I like Platoon. It's just a little, uh, I don't know. I didn't really care for it that much. I loved it. I did not like it. It was just uh, a little too uh, cliche for me, I guess. I don't know. An apocalypse now wasn't? No. I love burning day palm in the morning. Smells like victory. Well, oh, yeah. Go. <laughs> Hoo-ah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Brain broke down. Anyway. Oh, good God. Where are we? Uh, I, like, I like Martin Sheen better in Final <clears throat> Countdown. It's more interesting. It's the final countdown. No, no, no. I know. No, no, no. Don't make fun of that movie. It's a good movie. You ever say it? No. Come on. F-14s are in it, dude. F-14 Tomcats. You know. It's just... You and I watch movies for different reasons, so I'm not even going to argue on movies with you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. What are you? What are you? Yeah, just dragging your 
dragging your sweatshirt across the microphone. Very professional. <laughs> yep. Get that. Look, Look it's at 14. Oh. <laughs> Frank is literally, for the audience, he has a toy F-14 <laughs> plane. He's, he's flying it in front of the camera as if to simulate uh, actual flight. And doing do 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 as if that's any music I'd recognize, and 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 doing a scene out of a movie which I've never seen, and which which provides no no uh, real clue in is what the movie's about, other than the fact that it has this plane. So I don't know what the fuck that means. It, it doesn't provide me any more context to the movie I, other than Martin Sheen's in it, and do 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 that's in there. So so watch it. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh shit! I just told you it's called Funnel Countdown. That's <laughs> all. It, you know, it's an aircraft carrier that goes back in time. There's this one movie <clears throat> where the guy like was was marking on a board, like on a whiteboard, and it was like, and he took the cap off, and it was like, that's what I'm holding up now. That's all I have in my office. Yeah, you failed. That was a fail right there, buddy. That's all I had. I don't have a fucking... Sorry, I don't have toys. I mean, I have I'm toys, sorry, but, but not around you know, me. And then and then when I was at Lime Rock, it was like this. That was your hand. That's all I saw. And then there was like a scotch tape scene where the guy was like... And there was like, yeah, tape everywhere, bro. I'm pop oh, my peas more into the microphone. Well, let's get oh, out of here, Frank. We're done uh, miming movies. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. Well, what's this one? Uh, uh-oh. I lost you. Do, 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 do. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> and... Um, what's this one? Uh, that's a, F-18. No, it's just only F-14. I don't fucking know. I don't know planes. I don't give a shit. Top Gun. <laughs> okay, I hate Top Gun. Oh, God. Well, that was that was my impression of Top Gun. Okay. And so oh, one of the scenes. So anyway. instead of uh, the danger zone, the dangers, you went. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> that was that was your impression of Top Gun. Okay, so that was a different movie than I even thought it was. So you sold me on a movie that even wasn't what you were referencing. <laughs> so I don't know what to see now. <laughs> they're flying. <laughs> That's it. Oh God! At least sell me on the volleyball scene. And their pecs well, are all I mean, shiny. If you don't know about the volleyball scene, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Well, do you it's... think there's more Vaseline in that volleyball scene <laughs> or in an episode of Twilight Zone? Ooh, that's a real toss-up. Like about two seasons at least. First and third season, I would say. Yeah, second season had a lot of it, didn't it? To wait, like, dude. Get, like you know, the stock market plunged at the end of the season. <laughs> the, the Vaseline stock just took a nosedive. Oh God, let's let's get out of here. Do you want to play Rod's outro? And uh, I think my sure Vaseline do. over here is a terrible lube. All right, take us out, Rod. <laughs> Rod's here to tell us what the hell he was getting at. You want to do our plugs first? We should probably do it. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I just realized that. Where are you from, you asshole? I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Where are you from? Philly area. 
He's from New Jersey. Don't sell it as Philly. <laughs> it's South Jersey, goddammit. Yeah. I don't like to say Jersey because then people think North Jersey. And it's not even uh, like that's why it's fun to say. Fuck North Jersey. LIWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland. Yahoo, Yahoo! What the fuck? Uh, YouTube! Jesus Christ! My brain is still on uh, lubricants. I can't stop thinking about those sweaty Val Kilmer pecs. Um, Go there, check out the shows. Um, You, what else I got? Twitter, LIW Studios, and Phoenix West, and figure it out. Too much, Frank. Whew! Uh, RedDragonsRadio.com, guys, check it out. And the the LIWTZ podcast, right? We yeah, dude, uh, four hundred followers now. So rock on. Did I say the name of it right? Uh, no, it's the, <laughs> the uh, it's at liw the tweezy review. God damn it, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, I knew I fucked it up, but liw the tweezy review. There you go. Great. Follow, you go. follow, please. Follow us and like us and retweet everything we tweet and and make make us big and famous. If you follow us, Frank will suck off a various part of your body. He needs to decide what though. It's as long as it's midsection only. Midsection only. Front, front or back, it doesn't matter. He just want those giant cock long nipples that he talked about before. Dude, I I, I was just telling you a story. I mean, it, I wasn't sucking her nipples. I know. I'm just saying. You said you don't want those. No, it was it was you know it was traumatizing. What what does Rod have to say about cock long nipples? Well, let's find out. Uh. The Chancellor, the late Chancellor, was only partly correct. He was obsolete. But so is the state, the entity he worshipped. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. The Chancellor, the former Chancellor. (laughs) What the fuck? And the and the bling at the end. Yeah. It's just Ching. It might as well have been that. Uh, well, just and, and scene. That's a wrap, everybody. See you next year. Ching. Yeah, just to let you know, this is the last episode of season two. Uh, we are the next two episodes are going to be uh, top five episodes from season one, and then after that, top five episodes of season two. Right on. We, we talked about this before. After that, I got um I got Rod's uh, you know um he did a he did like a really long like uh preview uh I was pretty amazed by it so I had to get it uh he it, I think it's one of his last ever uh at, at like adver- advertisements he did for you know what I mean on on screen Do we listen to our ad yet? We have not, have we? Oh, yeah, so while I'm looking at this, uh, let's pay some bills. Yeah, let's, let's go to commercial break here. Holy shit, I can't believe I forgot. Didn't steal that from King Claus at all. All right, here we go. Let's go to commercial break here. All right. Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Hostess Twinkies. When you want cardboard filled with cream, Hostess Twinkies. Because even in a totalitarian society, Hostess Twinkies will still be around. Well, thank you from Hostess. I do appreciate you uh, paying our bills here. But what was that clip you're going to play, Frank? And now, Mr. Serling. 
I'm about to show you a picture of something that isn't what it looks like. Pleasant little town, it isn't this at all. It's a nightmare. It's a chilling, frightening journey of one man into a mystifying unknown. You're invited to join that man in a most unique experience. Next week, Earl Holloman asks, and you'll ask with him, where is everybody? Here's an item we forgot. A moment for the people who pay the tab. It's often said that a picture is worth a thousand words, case in point. Before we meet again, try Oasis. You'll know what I mean. Uh, and exit Rod Serling ever doing another ad, I think. Try Oasis. You will know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yep. Good God. Oh, boy. <sighs> so... Uh, yeah, check us out on next episodes when we do our top fives of the first season and second season. And then after that, I think we're going to kind of do a, every once in a while, we'll do a, one episode from season one, ones that Frank missed out on. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, eventually we'll catch up with season one and two. And it's going to be really confusing, but you'll figure it out. They're all labeled. So yeah. be adults. Be adults. Anything to say, Frank? You excited for season one? Fuck yeah, dude! You have no idea. I was like, I was like, you know, it. it, it I really don't want to do season one. <laughs> oh, season one! It's a, come on. I, admittedly, it's got the best episodes in in the show of of, the, of its history with season one. I don't admittedly. agree, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's really a better season clue. overall than season two, but season two has the best episodes. I think, Especially, like single episodes. I would say season five could argue for that, but it doesn't have a, as many. Yeah. All you my know, favorite episodes in season two. Four. So. Yeah. See, season five is is a lot of, oh boy. Can't wait to get to that. Oof. It's going to be fun. But hell Can't yeah, wait. dude. I'm looking forward to it. So, hell yeah, dude. All right. right. We're excited. We're excited. You guys excited? Oh my God, they're so excited, Frank. I can hear them right now. I can hear them clicking excited. on Twitter and, and adding us and... And just masturbating to us. But they call him some shady over there. Uh, if you didn't listen to that last episode, it might help. Anyway, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. So long, citizens. <laughs>